You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 387, the last of the Macworld interviews. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone, this is Guy Searle for the MyMac.com podcast, and this is MyMac.com podcast number 387. Uh, yeah, I kind of promised you a MyMac.com podcast for every day of the expo, but uh, things didn't quite work out the way I thought they had had. And the audio that I ended up recording for these last three segments, as well as the four that were recorded for the previous MyMac.com, MyMac.com podcast number 386, well, let's just be kind and say that the audio was just atrocious. Yes, I can say that. Uh, it wasn't the fault of the iOS platform. It wasn't the fault of the software that I was using. The fault basically lies in the microphone I was using. I tried two different microphones, this this little black plug-in one and the, the iRig mic. And with the limited amount of time I had to use the iRig mic, the audio still wasn't really all that great. So I figured, okay, when I get home, I will drop all of five of these last interviews. Two of them were done by Tim, and, and quite frankly, they sound wonderful because he has a wonderful mic. And I'll see what I can do to, to try to clean them up a little bit. No promises. So essentially this week, uh, you guys get a bonus MyMac.com episode because this one if I do this right, will be released before the one that I'm going to do with Gazmaz in just a little bit. So, again, I apologize for the poor quality of the audio. Uh, next year, by God, next year, it will just be wonderful. And I'm, I'm going to do iOS again only next year. I liked how I didn't have to carry around a lot of stuff, but I will have better somewhat hopefully better recording equipment when i go to do the Macworld uh, or iWorld or whatever they end up calling it uh 2013 so uh without further ado i'm going to go ahead and uh drop in a commercial just before we start these and then we'll get right into it so stand by to stand by the podcast will be right back Hi, Mike. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, John. I always wanted to ask you, do you ever listen to any podcasts? Oh, I'm a busy, busy guy. I don't have time to listen to podcasts, what? but I do listen to one. What is it? The App Minute Podcast. Like a well-tuned sports car without any wheels. It's the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. I'm here with Kate Hayden from Comixology. And uh, this is the company that allows you to, to purchase and download and store and, and all kinds of other things having to do with comic books. And it's not just 
the, the big ones like Image and DC, but many of the other ones as well. What can you tell me about the app? Um, first and foremost, uh, reading comics on, on my iPad is a fun new experience instead of just carrying around my single issues in my backpack that always get crumpled up. Um, so I really love that feature that I'm able to have it all in one device. Um, the, the app is really a platform um, and it's available you know, on the Android, the iPhone, the iPad, the web, and it also comes preloaded on the Kindle Fire. Um, and one of the things that I love the most about it is that I don't have to just buy DC Comics, I don't have to just buy you know, Marvel or, you know, some of the smaller fish in the sea, like we have Archie comics available or back issues of uh, Swamp Thing. So I think that what's really exciting is that it's more of an iBooks for comics. So it it really allows you to to go in and search and and find the comics that you want. Uh, You don't have to have 55 long boxes like I do at my house. And you can put, I mean, probably thousands and thousands of comics on your iPad for, for any time you want. Yes, and what also I love about the app itself is that I can search by creators. So if I'm looking for some new comic that I've never read, and it isn't necessarily new, but just new to me, from Alan Moore or from Grant Morrison, I can just go look into the app and see things that I wouldn't normally find on my own necessarily at a comic book shop. Sometimes I feel a little less... Um, adventurous in a comic book shop because it seems a little bit overwhelming, but I can be a casual comic book reader on my iPad app. And uh, uh, how, how are these paid for as, as people are selecting the ones that they want? Is, is it all done? Uh, now, you guys have and uh, it's paid for through the, the Mac or the iOS app store. And so, basically, it's almost invisible pay- invisible payment. It is. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll look at my uh, bank statement and be like, oh, I really purchased that many new comics? <laughs> Shoot, sometimes you get lost in it versus, you know, going to your local comic book shop where they're always pulling the comics for you and you can, you can choose not to buy all of them at the end, you know, when you're going to check out. Um, the the rate the rate uh, the range of comics uh, for single issues the prices are anywhere between ninety nine cents to two ninety nine and the publisher sets that price it's really um, up to the publisher to choose how low or high but there's also a lot of free comics available and the the app for, the app slash platform itself is free so really you could pay nothing and still read comics on this right. on this app okay well thank you very much Kate we appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. We're here with Adam Curtis from Copilot Live, mobile navigator for iOS. Now, I have this app, and I, I, I think you guys just came out with a new version of it. Now, I've been away from home for a week, so I haven't had a chance to update yet. So I need you to tell me what is it that's new about Copilot Live and, and why people should choose your product over somebody else's. Sure. Copilot Live Premium is a downloadable GPS app for your iPhone or your iPad. Uh, it's a one-time download, so the maps will always live on your phone. You don't have to use up your data plan or your mobile coverage or worse yeah you're going to be out somewhere you're not sure where it is of course that's when you don't have data coverage and that's when you need your navigation gps the most you'll be able to have it with copilot live 
Um, as compared to some of the other competitors, your Navigons, your Garmins, first thing you'll notice is price point. We own our own maps, so we don't have to contact that out to a third party. Our regular price for the iPhone app is $20. Our regular price for the iPad app is $30, and that's a one-time price. We never charge you for map updates again. Um, the only add-on you can get for that is a $10 a year subscription to traffic, but again, that's if you want, and that's only $10 a year. Um, in terms of user interface, I think ours is a lot smoother, it's a lot clearer, it's a lot cleaner. You can change your map view while still looking at your map, whereas Navigon, you have to go into the settings menu, taking your eyes away from the road. Perhaps you're going to miss that turn coming up, and it's just a lot easier to view. Uh, if you're heading down I-5 between San Francisco and L.A., you're going to be on I-5 for about five hours. You don't need to see your little green arrow moving along the route. For us, you can have sort of the uh, standard turn directions with text. So it's going to have a straight line telling you, stay on the I-5 for 400 miles. Then once you get closer, then you can change it to have your lane assist to let you know exactly what lane you need to be in to get off the freeway to get to your uh, you know, weekend getaway in Southern California. Now, does it also integrate with, with like, iOS's iTunes, where you can pick various, you know, songs or audiobooks or whatever, and once you've selected it, it just goes right back to the application? Uh, it has a music player, yes, and then um, if it needs to be interrupted to let you know if the uh, text to speak, uh, it will interrupt you and then obviously give you the warning about where your turn's coming up. Uh, we allow you also to set your alert for turning, so if you're on the highway, you're going to probably want to know, you know, a mile, two miles ahead of time when your turn's coming. Coming up. If you're navigating around San Francisco, you're not going to know two miles ahead of time because in two miles you're going to be there. So you can pick uh, a closer setting to get your first uh, alert for your turn. We also have a speed alert. So if you're driving along and you're never sure where you are, not sure what the speed limit is, you need to know before the officer who pulls you over lets you know. Uh, and unlike Garmin, which will tell you every single time you go over the speed limit, we again, we allow you to set that limit of alert. Because if you're going 60 and everyone around you going 60, it doesn't really matter. What matters is if you're going and traveling alone and you're doing 70 and the speed limit's 60. So you can set that alert level to 10 miles an hour over so you're not constantly being beeped, being interrupted, and distracting you from driving. Okay, well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. I'm in the Sennheiser booth right now, and I'm actually talking on a Sennheiser microphone. I've got kind of a custom rig that I'm recording uh, here at the Macworld Expo this year. And uh, I'm talking with Eric with Sennheiser. Hey, Eric, I didn't really have any other uh, mic that I wanted to bring. I wanted to bring the Sennheiser. I, this is the second year in a row I've used this mic. I love this microphone. I've noticed you're still selling the same model. That's correct. Thank you for bringing that by. And, yeah, it's a trusted model. People know what sound they're going to get out of it day in and day out, and they know it's going to be reliable. So we continue to show people uh, better sound and uh, better sound through their Mac products. There's a lot of microphones that you can get for your iOS stuff. Most of them are just, to me, they feel plasticky and junky, but this, is, this has weight. It's, it's, I, it's just a great microphone, but I love your headphones. Um, what are you guys showing on the showroom floor this year that the listeners back home are going to be interested in? Absolutely. Uh, Apple's devices have uh, they've come a long way as far as connectivity. It's, they're more connected now than they ever have been, and as a result, the devices we show and accessories we show have to complement them. So you'll see more headphones with microphones and the three-button remote attached to them. You'll see more Bluetooth options for streaming audio and phone calls, as well as uh, noise canceling and uh, studio recording headphones. I've always been, I've been an audiophile going way back to the 80s, and you guys don't ignore that audience at all. It, yeah, we, all of our audiences, um, you know, 
they encompass a, a very wide range of, of applications, but audiophiles and recording studio engineers are our core audience. And our, they've been our core customer for a long period of time. So we're very close and know what they need, know what they're looking for in a product. However, as, uh, as the Mac and the Apple product becomes more ubiquitous with professional and prosumer recording, they want to use what the professionals use. So that's why we're here showing off some of our more professional level devices. I think I've got, it's a HD 6-something, 630 maybe headphones. I think they cost like $399 a couple years ago. Best headphones I've ever had. Absolutely. You probably have an HD 600 or yeah, 650. 650. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's a fantastic reference headphone. It's a great way to not only rediscover your music, but have a, have a reference level set so you, are, you know what you can expect out of your productions. The problem is it spoiled me. When I listen to other headphones, they just don't match up now. <laughs> exactly. It can ruin a lot, of, a lot of other experiences for you because of the bar, again, gets raised so high. But... Uh, yeah, fantastic set for discovering music or using it in uh, reference applications. So from consumer all the way up to the pro, Sennheiser, you guys got it covered? I would say so, yeah, absolutely. And it's evident here when people are walking around with their Sennheiser microphones and headphones, doing some electronic news gathering as you're doing, uh, doing field reporting, taking video. Uh, I mean, we're, we're the brand they trust, and that's uh, how we want to keep it. How long has the company been around now? Oh, well over 65 years. So it's... If you buy a Sennheiser product, you know you've got the warranty. It's a company that's been around a long time, and you guys aren't going anywhere. That's correct. We even offer uh, adapters, cushions, and the like for headphones that are 40, almost 50 years old. So uh, we stand by the product, and we will continue to do so for the customer. That's amazing. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. If you're a technology fan, make sure you check out Tech Fan, hosted by me, Tim Robertson. And me, David Cohen. We're all about technology. We like to geek out on pretty much anything. If it's technical, if it's a gadget, if it's the movie or the music industry, you name it, we're talking about it. And you know, David, unfortunately, unlike most other great podcasts, we don't really plan out our shows. It's more of a stream of thought thing. Yeah, for better or for worse, you listen to it and you be the judge. You know, a good example of that, David, would be this ad, because we didn't plan for this. What did you say? What do I say? <laughs> I don't know. What, is it your turn or is it my turn to talk now? I lost track. I did too. But you know, you won't lose track if you listen to Tech Fan, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. Searching for the elusive East Coast Malasada, the G Men on the MyMac.com podcast. I'm alone, but I trust you. Can you a star Ackerman from IK Multimedia? You guys saw a whole bunch of stuff here. Well, can, what can you tell me about the new stuff and, and the old stuff and, and just stuff in general? <laughs> IK Multimedia revolutionized the industry. Uh, we were one of the first people to put out an, a guitar and bass 
um, connector called iRig so that mm -hmm. people could automatically connect their, you know, play using amps and effects with their iOS device. Um, after that, we came out with iRig Mic, which you're actually holding right now and doing yes, an I interview am. with right now. Um, Great and pickup on it. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad the engineers would love to hear that. <laughs> um, so, what do we have new at the show? Well, new at the show we have iRig Mix, which is the very first DJ mixer for iOS devices. You could use it with any app, really, that emits audio, but it is, you know, intended for DJ mixing purposes. So you could use it with any DJ app. Um, we are also showing it with our app called DJ Reg. Um, that time, the DJ mixer, uh, the iRig Mix, will be available for $99 in the middle of February. And that's on the iOS store? Um, that's actually a DJ mixer. It's a hardware mixer. Oh, okay. For some, uh, I thought you were talking about the application. We also have an application called DJ Rig, which will be available sometime soon. I can't exactly say when because that's against Apple rules. So. Right. Okay. And that's but that's going to be in the iOS store. Yes, that'll be in the App Store. Okay. So the iRig is about ninety nine dollars, and that's is that already out or is that coming out soon? That'll be out middle of February. Middle of February. And uh, you've got the. I'm looking over here at some of the stuff you have. Here you've got the iClip. What is the iClip? The iClip was uh, one of the first inventions of making it possible so musicians could securely attach their iPad or their iPhone or iPod Touch onto a, a, any standard microphone stand. Mm -hmm. So we, we noticed when we were playing guitar with our iRigs and our iPads that they were easily able to slip off and break on the floor. Well, so that's you don't not good. really want to do that, um, especially in a situation where you're performing live. You know, you can can't really thrash if you want to. It's not like you can just rush out and get another one and have it all set up. <laughs> no. So the iClip and the iClip Mini are your um, solutions there. Okay, so one more time, the name of the company is? IK Multimedia. And uh, you are Star Ackerman. Thank you so very much. Thank you, too. For longtime listeners, you might remember that I was doing a little show called OWC Radio for about a year. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's been a couple years since I've done it, but Every expo here at Macworld, I got to come and see my friends over at the OWC booth, see what's new. Of course, I visit their website probably once a week, so there's no surprises for me. But I'm with Alan Bitterman at OWC's booth. A lot of cool stuff this year, Alan. Yeah, we're very excited about the new things that we've got coming out. We released uh, announced initially at CES. We've got two new mini stacks coming out with the form factor that matches the new Mac Mini. We've got a grip stand station that you can uh, charge and sync up to eight iPads. Um, it's going to be great for schools, 100% um, recycled plastic, made in the USA. We've got a new line of Enterprise SSDs, um, Enterprise Class NAND, 10K uh, right cycles, seven-year warranty, one of the longest on the market. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty unheard of nowadays. Yeah, very, um, but uh, we're... Fully confident this product is rated for all different raid levels. Um, super long lifespan, super fast. Little pricier right now, starting at 50 gigs, starting out about $600 or more. And uh, But over time, we have seen a dramatic price in SSDs come down. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You know, uh, all the flooding a few months ago, hard drive prices started going up. How did that affect OWC and SSDs? The SSD market was not affected at all. Flash was untouched. Uh, actually, right now, if you go to our site, um, RAM prices are at an all-time low. Um, they're rock bottom right now. Flash prices have followed suit. It was just the actual physical you know, spinning drives that were affected. You know, 
I tell people all the time, upgrading your RAM is the biggest thing. You guys got a good complement of video, so if somebody out there is not very comfortable about upgrading their RAM and their and their laptop, you guys have them covered. Absolutely. You just go to our tech support page. We've got dozens of videos, all different machines, um, and all different kinds of upgrades, not just RAM, but we also show you sometimes how to put in new hard drives, your battery, video cards, etc. Um, yeah, a lot of times when I'm talking to somebody, they're like, is this something I can do? I'm like, I don't know how technically proficient you are, but go to our site, look at the video first, watch it, see if it's something you think you can handle. If you can, order the stuff up, give yourself an afternoon, and do it. If you can't, find yourself an independent Mac tech. Say, hey, if I buy the stuff from OWC and bring it in, will you put it in for me and how much would you charge? We see that at my day job all the time. So so what's the big news that you guys are talking about here on the showroom floor? What's the one thing that's catching a lot of people's eyes? Uh, the mini stacks, definitely. Um, we've I got to say that mini stack is really, really cool looking. Yeah, we've got two versions. One's going to be just straight storage like our old mini stacks were that people are familiar with. We also have a mini stack max that uh, we reinstalled an optical drive and a front-loading card reader, quad interface, and it's going to be storage as well. And it looks very cool. It fits with the Mac Mini perfectly. Yep, exact form factor, and it's very slick looking. Alan, want to thank you a lot. Uh, anything the listeners out there should know about coming weeks? Yeah, um, right now we're also launching, uh, we're talking about going to NAB this year. We've got a new Jupiter rack system. 8 and 16 bay racks and towers, expandable mini SAS connection, faster than fiber channel, and less expensive. Good luck on the show. Thanks, sir. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. There once was a barmaid named Gail, on whose chest were the prices of ale, and on her behind, for the sake of the blind, was precisely the same, but in Braille. <laughs>